This is Kevin with God, Family, and Everything Else. In today's episode, we're going to talk about comparisons. Do we let them get the best of us? Let's see what the Bible has to say about that. Stay tuned. Welcome back, you guys. This is Kevin, and uh, today I was mentioning at the beginning that we will be discussing about like comparisons and what the Bible has to say about that. Um, you know, through my journey, uh, I'll say definitely with fitness, I've noticed there's been a lot of comparisons, especially with that big, um, the uh, big social social media such as like Instagram, Facebook, things like that, Pinterest. And there's a lot of comparisons that I see on there, especially in fitness. And I remember when I was living in Seattle, there was a guy that I I had found on Instagram. He actually lived within my, within my, um, actually not too far from where I lived. And I remember reaching out to him and I was, I invited him into, you know, definitely, let's work out together. You know, I like to meet you. I was trying to get out there and get my name known. If that makes sense, you know, with a lot of fitness influence, a lot of fitness people pretty much in the fitness community. I remember he, he responded, we ended up meeting up and we were working out and then it was, it was a pretty cool guy. And he ended up moving to Texas and that was pretty much the last that i've seen him but i did reach out to him um shortly after i remember his instagram account was deactivated and i was thinking to myself why can't i find this guy why did he deactivate it after he moved then it was reactivated and then i messaged him and i said hey man i noticed your account was deactivated what's going on and he told me that he decided to deactivate it because instagram was becoming a little bit too addicted to him uh in a sense that he was actually comparing his body, his his development to a lot of other fitness people, a lot of other fitness influencers out there. He felt like his chest was lagging. He felt like some things were lagging. And he was comparing himself to these other people, thinking that he wasn't, you know, putting in the effort or he wasn't worth, you know, what he was striving to be. He told me that he just decided to leave Instagram because he noticed that it was becoming toxic. He noticed that he was spending too much time looking at other people's accounts. And then he would look at himself in the mirror and feel like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm not making the progress I need. Look at these people. I want to look at like them. So he decided to leave and step away from Instagram because he noticed it was an unhealthy mindset to have. And it got me to thinking that that is that is completely true and that can be with all different things in life and so i was thinking about let's see what about comparisons and it's about feeling of worth based on many things like your skill the accomplishment financial status your appearance as i've previously stated within the fitness community And again, fitness isn't bad. It's not. And it's always good to have goals because you want to look a certain way, but you should never think that your body is going to look like somebody else's. God made you to look like how he designed you to look. You should not sit there and ask or think, 
why can't I look like that? You should be happy what God had given you. Because you should think to yourself, God made you so you're a masterpiece. You should always have that type of mindset. I know it's difficult based off the world, how the world is today. But you should always have that mindset. And then build your self-esteem. See, this type of self-esteem and the unhealthy can lead to a road of pride and self-indulgement. Seriously, you see a lot of people, influencers out there that feel like they have a, a Greek <laughs> God type body and they become very prideful. They become very into themselves. They become like their own God. They start to worship themselves, which is not great, especially with a lot of people trying to become, you know, grow into this whole type of community. I'm getting to wanting to have sponsorships, things like that. And what I mean by you start to worship yourself is that that's all the thing that you think about. And again, like I said, nothing's wrong with having goals and nothing's wrong with having motivations and dreams, but you should not turn it into something that it's not. It is very unhealthy that you do so. See, it can kill our desire for God when you turn it into something like that. So I have here and I, like I mentioned that, what does the Bible say about it? And I have here in, if you have your Bibles with you, let me see if I can go ahead and pull this up. James four, six, but God gives more grace Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. With that, God does not like pride. He does not like pride. Because where is he in someone that is very prideful? God loves it when somebody is humble and realizes that they are not everything, that they need him. That they don't have all the answers. And I try to live a humble life <laughs> as I, as a friend of mine that I used to work with, she always would say, act your wage and you should never try to act above what you make. And I, I can kind of see that in a spiritual sense too. We need to act how God created us. We need to be humble and realize that we're not a God, that we need God. We are thankful for all that he has given us and we need to continue to be thankful for all that he has given us see I appreciate that God has blessed me with beautiful wife and two beautiful children and that he's taken us through this journey there's been bumps in the road of course but who hasn't been through any difficult times am I rich no I'm not would I like to have a million dollars? I mean, who wouldn't? Really, who wouldn't? But if it's going to turn into something that is very unhealthy and I start to push God aside and think that my self-esteem, my, my life, because I am now like the other millionaires, that I can become very prideful and thinking that I can do all things. No, 
I ask God to do not grant me that million dollars. If he sees that in my heart, he has given us a roof of our head, food in our stomachs and everything that we need. And he continues to do so. And it keeps us humble. It keeps us thankful for all that he has given us. This is why I, I try to stay in my lane. That's God's lane and the lane to stay humble. I try not to view our situation, our current situation based on our current status or determine my worth based off of our current status. All that I have is because of the Lord. We, I can't stress this enough. We must not forget that God always provides for our needs because we are extremely uh, high worth to him. He loves us. We love God because he first loved us. Our self-worth is not based off of what we do, but who we are in Christ. And to kind of go back, speaking to my friend, he he was comparing his 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 progress, his his body off of someone else and a lot of influence out there and made him feel like he was unworthy to be in the gym because he didn't see the progress that he he completely formed unrealistically in his mind. But I guarantee you when God looks at him, God looks at him and he says, that is a masterpiece. Just like every single one of us. God created us. So we are his masterpiece. So with that, we should not compare ourselves to these earthly things. We should always look above and remember how much value we are to God. (laughs) we must always humble ourselves before him and God he made the promise that he will honor us if we do so and that brings me let me pull up my bible again in Psalm 16 2 and if you guys can go ahead and change over to that or pull it up on your phone or, or or whatever you have in Psalm 16 2 it says I say to the Lord you are my Lord I have no good apart from you so when we try to go down that road without God our value drops really I mean we we think that we can be valuable in the world's eyes but no the world will eat you up and spit you out so we can't do anything we think we can We think we can control our own destiny. And some people, you know, live, I don't want to say happy lives, but rich lives and they don't know God. And then all of a sudden they die and then they're apart from God. It's because they never humbled themselves to realize that 
God created them and God has always been there for them. But they just never answered the door. And they were looking at their worth, their self-worth, off of what the world was seeing them as. When we should sit there for a moment and realize that God sees us as gold. He wants the best for us. And he will continue blessing us if we seek him. If we accept him in our hearts. I always say <laughs> whenever I'm talking to my friends or or even the pastor or people at church, I always have this saying and it's always in the back of my mind that without God in my life, I'm nothing. I'm really nothing without God. God gives me the confidence that I need. I place that confidence in him because I know he's always going to be there. You want to know how God proved his proved to us that we are worth so much to him? See, over 2000 years ago, God paid the ultimate price, the high price for us through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. He didn't have to do it. He didn't. But he chose to do it because God looked at us with so much value. He said, I want to have a relationship with them. But for some reason, they turned their back on me. But you know what? I love them. So I'm going to do what is necessary so I can have that relationship with them. When we realize that this whole comparison game, this whole value about this world will completely change. We will know that we are valuable to God. And that gives us that boost that we need in all parts of our life. We will value ourselves enough not to become involved in sin. The sin that enslaves us. It really does. Sin seems fun for a short time until we see what the consequences of that sin can be. And it can lead down to a road of, of how do I say this, of, of destruction, self-destruction. When we need to look into the light and go down that road, that narrow road. It's not easy. That narrow road of righteousness. God tells us it's not easy to follow him. But the reward is worth it. And he will remind us over and over of that. That he's never leaving. But he will never force himself into our lives. We have to welcome him. And when we do that. We don't go off of the world's standards. We go off of God's standards. You know, in the fitness community, I've always I've I've fallen I've fallen into that whole world where I do that comparison. I used to post photos of certain current actually uh, fitness influence, and I used to say, "Well, that's the goal right there," or "I'm going to look like that." 
and then I would always bust my butt in the gym and then just look at myself in the mirror then also on the scale and just wondering why my weight's not going to the way I want it why is my certain parts of my body not developing like it should and I was thinking why am I putting myself through this but now things have changed the further and the more my relationship it is with God I've noticed that I can enjoy fitness and not worry about what other people look like or who these people are. And if I can glorify God doing so, then I don't have anything to worry about. And I know to back up all of this, this is why I think it's very important that we pull up scripture because not going off of my thought, but off of what God has provided for us. Now, again, if you guys can turn to Philippians 2, 3, it says in there that we should do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility. Hmm. Oh, hold on. Let me start over. We should do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than ourselves. So at the same time, when we realize how how worth how much worth we are to God, we should also share, share that worth with others and put others before ourselves. I know there's always that that whole mindset where you're always oh, I'm only going to think about myself at this time. I'm only worrying about myself. And I understand that. Yeah, there's some things that we we need to fix or we need to work on and get better at. But when we place that trust in into God and try to try to strive every single day to make him first, all things will fall into place. We need to let other people know how much worth they are. And I don't care what their background is or what their status is. Because they may be feeling like they're not worth anything. But if we show them that they are worth our attention, then they could possibly see the light. We pray and ask that God can reveal himself through us in the actions that we do. And this this actually brings me back because right now I'm actually living in Japan. And I used to work for a big company, clothing company slash fashion in Seattle. And I remember there was a, a time it was lunchtime and I was on my way to, uh, I think it was like the Deli Mart. I don't know. They make amazing sandwiches. I used to go there all the time and the people there were great. Such nice people. The sandwiches. Oh my gosh. It was like a, like a New York style, New York style deli. <laughs> but anyways, on, on my way there, I noticed there was this gentleman. I believe he was homeless. He was carrying some food that he, it looked like he was either giving it to or he was, or he purchased it from this, uh, from this shop that was somewhat next door to where I usually go. So he started to cross the street and I can't tell if he tripped or if he was mistakenly bumped into, but he ended up dropping his food on the floor, on, on the street. And I noticed while I was standing there, how many people were just looking on and looking at him and walking by, not paying two cents 
didn't care at all just continued just because of the way he looked i guess i don't know and i remember going over to him and i was helping him out and i was asking him do you need any help or and i can tell that he was he, he was pretty upset like he started shouting all these cuss words and whatnot at these people and i think because he realized that people were, weren't paying attention to him i mean he was a human being it doesn't matter if they're if they don't have money or if they have money or if the way they dress or anything he was a human being and he appeared to be upset because people acted like he wasn't there and i remember i was helping him and i was asking you know do you need any help or anything and he looked at me and he was upset but he said you know what thank you thank you for your help no i'm fine picked up his food and then he kept going This is what I mean. When people have that either that comparison or that low self-worth and then people act like that towards others, how, what good is that going to do to raise up their themselves? When you acknowledge other people no matter what their status are, they they see that and they feel that. And in hopes that they become curious and wonder why and this is a perfect opportunity that i see where god can sit there and he can work wonders through us because that person or that individual can be quite curious i would ask you why is this in why is this person this complete stranger helping me you know this is I'm going to hear pull up in Romans and I was reading this and I thought it was great. And this is in Romans chapter 12. Starting from verse 3 and going all the way down to 4 uh, 16. But if you can bear with me and follow along. But it says, because of the privilege and the, the authority God has given me, I give each of you warning. Do, uh, don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies has have many parts and each part has a special function. So it is with Christ's body, we are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If you have the gift in serving others, serve them well. If you have a teacher, teach well. Oh, excuse me. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gradually. Gladly, excuse me. Don't just pretend to love others. That really hit me right there. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy. 
but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in your confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. I thought that was very powerful. That is powerful. And right there, God is showing us what our hearts can can be and what our hearts are capable of, good and bad. And this is why I, I say when you find out your self-worth in Christ, you can do all these things. You find out your value in Christ, you can do all these things. Glorify God in all that you do and put other people ahead of you and not sit there and always just look at yourself. Think of others. And I think, and I believe that is what, not I believe, I know that is what Jesus was doing. And that's what Jesus was teaching us. He put us ahead of himself, God, when he could have easily just wiped us out. But he didn't. He wanted to love us. He chose to love us and he chose to save us. Now, I'm just asking you, do you want to afford, do you want to do, do you want that opportunity to know who God is? When you do, I guarantee you, your mind will blow. It's not an overnight thing. It's a slow transformation. But when you do so and you place your heart in Christ, your whole mindset, your whole outlook on things will change. Your whole self-value will change. Your your self-esteem will rise. It will. It really will. Your self-esteem will rise. As I'm closing here, I just want to put this out there. These are important steps that us believers in Christ need to understand and to always strive to remember. We need to be Christ's men from head to foot and give no chances to the flesh to have its fling. Really, we need to strive each day to live in Christ because our flesh can easily take over and we can do things selfishly. We need to clothe ourselves with Christ. And that is always consistently stay in the word and staying in the church, constantly and consistently serving him. And to do this, I mean, it's, we need to open our hearts and let him be a part of everything that we do. Everything that we do, no matter how small, give glory to God. Huh. We need to let him act through every single decision that we make in doing so people will see the light or become curious and as for my fellow believer excuse me tongue twister as my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ we must strive 
for these three things in our life. Understand that time is short. We know that Jesus is going to return and that we need to be the best possible witness for him that we can be. And to live in the light. You know, in Ephesians 5, 8, it says, for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. The more you live in God's light, the less you will want to be influenced by the darkness of the world around you. And that goes back to like I was saying, we need to consistently stay in God's word. I myself included consistently study the word when we do so we will be able to sift out the lies and hold on to the truths that this world tries to spew at us every single day it's kind of like my mom she did security and and whatnot and would have this counterfeit training with money and you can easily, once you finish that training, you can easily spot out a fake because you have the proper training. And that's how it is when you have that relationship with God. When you consistently stay in his word and let it continue to transform your heart and build that relationship with him, you'll be able to easily spot the false, false teachings that these people try to do, that this world tries to do take God's word and twist it into their own their own beliefs and three we need to rely uh, rely upon Christ for your strength for our strength as you follow Christ and his example you will find it much easier to avoid spiritual pitfalls as it is has been said the best defense is the best Let me let me say that again. I'm sure a lot of you sports fans out there, basketball, football, whatnot, but with the correct teaching, following scripture, it can be with the best defense is a good offense. And when we have that relationship and know scripture, we'll be able to defend ourselves and our hearts from the lies and be able to push back with the truth. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed what I have to say there. <laughs> and if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to, uh, yeah, reach out to me. Or if you want to know my email, it's kevinbrown8662 at gmail.com. But again, I really, really enjoy this. I want you all to remember that if you know your self-worth through Christ, you have nothing to worry about. No more comparisons. Really, no more comparisons. God made you your masterpiece. Be that light in this world. And I just ask you, if you want to have that relationship with Christ, all you need to do is accept him into your heart and confess not only with your lips, but with your heart as well, that you want that relationship and you understand that you are a sinner and that you ask God to change your heart for him. 
Are you willing to take that challenge? Because it's a free gift. God wants that relationship with you. He wants. He strives. But he will not force. All right. Well, thank you for checking out God, family and everything else. I hope to be able to touch more on this. Um, I'm hoping to do a, a small, short series on this, but it's something that's very passionate about. And I want to continue. And I, I really appreciate you guys listening, taking the time. Until next time, God bless. And thank you for listening. And then also check out my YouTube channel, God, Family, and Everything Else. I will try to post that in a link. If not, uh, it's on YouTube. And... And there's one way I'm still trying to figure this out, trying to connect the two. But again, thank you for checking me out. God bless. Goodbye.